Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. We have been learning from Jesus about prayer. I hope that you have been encouraged in your prayer life. I know each time I study the word concerning prayer, I am strengthened. I trust you are too. Today on Drawing Near, I want to review and summarize what we've studied. I believe it's worth one more look. So take your Bible and open it to Luke chapter 11 and join me as we study boldly on our knees. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, help us to understand and to internalize these truths about prayer. And the best way to do that is to study your word and then to pray according to your word's instructions regarding prayer. Give us the faith, the understanding, and the discipline to do just that. And Father, help us to draw near to you because of who you are and what you've done in the world and in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, as we begin our study, I don't want to read from Luke 11, but rather I want to read from Hebrews 4. You can follow along or you can pause this and look it up and then follow along. In Hebrews 4, we're told in verse 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. This passage, Hebrews 4, 14-16, is a passage I often quote and have quoted in these last studies. It's an important passage because we learn that God has provided a high priest, a mediator, someone to go between us and himself so that we have a relationship, we can come into a fellowship with God the Father. What Jesus did on the cross, he did to pay for our sins. And as we put our faith in him, his act on the cross not only pays for our sins, but bridges the gap or paves the way for sinners to come into a relationship with God, and that's important. And we are told that we who were once aliens and enemies of God now can boldly approach the throne of grace to find comfort and help. That's an amazing passage. That's an amazing truth. Now, in reviewing our last few studies, I want us to think about who God is and what we're told to do regarding prayer. Jesus had shared with us that we are to pray in a certain way. We call that the model prayer. In that model prayer, God is described to us in a series of roles. We are told that he's our father, our father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. He is to be revered and respected. Then we're told your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God is not only a father, but he has a kingdom. Therefore, he's a king. Then Jesus goes on and says, we're to pray, give us day by day our daily bread. He is our provider. 
He is the one who gives us all that we need. Going further down in verse 4, Jesus says that we are to ask him to forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. He is the judge. He can punish our sins, or he can pardon our sins. He is the judge. He has absolute rule and authority over us and can judge our sin. And then Jesus says, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. He is our deliverer. So in these few verses, we hear that God is father, he is king, he is provider, he is judge, and he is deliverer. And we are to acknowledge him in all of his capacities, in all of his roles in our lives. That's fundamental to prayer. You will not be able to pray properly if you do not acknowledge God appropriately in your prayer as Father, King, Provider, Judge, Deliverer. Now, what's important there is we are his children by faith in Jesus Christ. Therefore, we depend on the Father. We are the subjects of the King. We are the ones who are humbly coming before him, asking him to provide for us. We are the penitent sinner seeking to be forgiven. And we are the ones who are helpless, who need to be delivered from Satan and sin. This is an important relationship, knowing who God is and who we are in the various aspects of our relationship. Praise the Lord that we have a Father who is King, Provider, Judge, and Deliverer. And we have all of this through faith in Jesus Christ and what he did in his death, burial, and resurrection. Then going further down in this passage as we review, we are told that we are to approach him. Just like what we read in Hebrews 4, we are to come before him. Just like this friend who came to another friend for help, we are to ask and seek and knock when we come to God in prayer. We're to do this persistently. We see that in the example that was given between the two friends, but we also see that in the language of verse 9. We are to ask and keep asking, seek and keep seeking, knock and keep knocking. And we're told that everyone who does this receives, finds, and has the door opened. We need to remember that God is good. Because if we as fathers, if we in our relationships as evil individuals know how to give good gifts, good things to those who ask of us, how much more will the perfectly good God give to those of us who ask him? And then we need to acknowledge this. We are told in the very last part of verse 13 that our Heavenly Father will give us the Holy Spirit if we ask him. Now, I want to emphasize this. This passage does not strictly say that we are given just the Holy Spirit. It's the idea that the greatest gift we can receive from our Father is the Holy Spirit, and He gives us everything up to and including the Holy Spirit. If He's willing to give His Son to die on the cross for us and give us the indwelling Holy Spirit to work within us as our seal and guarantee of salvation, what exactly is He going to withhold from us? And that's taught in the Scripture as well. Now, we have no right to what God gives to us. We have no right or authority to demand anything from God or to command him. We can't name it and claim it. There isn't a secret mantra, a magical formula to getting what we want. 
And we can't just simply go through a series of steps and do or say a series of things, and then all of a sudden we're blessed abundantly in this life with wealth and health and all of the things that we desire. The Bible simply doesn't teach that. But rather we are to pray in Jesus' name because we have no access to the Father through any other name. We are to pray in the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. He is to guide and counsel us and help us in our praying. And we are told over and over again in John's gospel that we are to pray according to God's will. We are to agree with God in prayer. And when we do that, we are blessed. Don't forget the words in James. You have not because you ask not, and you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lusts. We are not to go to the Lord lustfully, just having God meet our carnal desires, but rather we are to be spiritual people engaged in spiritual conversation in a spiritual relationship with a righteous, holy God who gives good things to his children. Praise the Lord for this. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, thank you for being our Father, for being our King and King of kings, for all of your provisions, for your righteousness that judges all sin and has judged our sin on the cross in Jesus Christ. Thank you for delivering us from sin, from evil, and from Satan. And Father, we are grateful that we are able to boldly approach your throne, to ask and seek and knock, and to do so persistently. We thank you for your goodness and your grace and your mercy, and for giving us your precious Holy Spirit and all those things that we need that you graciously provide. Father, help us to forgive. Help us to enter into relationships where we are compassionate and we are like you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.